We need we need we need Welcome to the Retail Therapy Sessions. First of all, let me get this out of the way. So as I posted this tonight, you know, I said that it was only going to be on YouTube and Twitch. I posted on Facebook it was going to be YouTube and Twitch. Uh, reason being is, for one thing, um, I had to allocate some funds elsewhere. Um, and and Hero's about to come through the screen and strangle me. But anyway, um, you know, this everything I do doesn't generate any kind of revenue. Okay, so and that's fine. I have no problem with that. What's up, Mad Dog? I have no problem with that. That's okay. But if I'm not generating any kind of revenue, and um, it makes zero sense to pay for a service to stream to five different platforms, there there's no there's no breaking even on that. It's it's just kind of pissing money away and. I have better uses for that money. So I canceled that um, in order to do something else um, because it made better sense. And um, so I'm no longer paying to stream to Twitter, to Facebook, you know, in two different spots, to um, Twitch and YouTube or whatnot. It just really isn't worth it um, at that point. I'm just throwing money away. And, and you know, I'm not you know, recouping anything. You got to think, you know, when I started this out, you know, I bought the microphone, I bought the microphone stand. Hero, actually, I had a PC that died. Hero actually bought the PC that I use. Um, and it, it's, you know, all that cost is there and that's fine. But, you know, that's stuff that's that's paid, bought and paid for. Um, I'm not going to continue to just throw money, you know, at a service, um, when there's no return to it, so to speak, it doesn't mean I don't want to do it or whatnot, but I mean, if you look at the platforms, YouTube and Twitch is pretty much the biggest ones anyway. I mean, it does suck. You will lose some people off of Facebook. Um, you know, that's why I put the link tree so they can hop on over if they want to, if they don't want to do that, that's fine too. It, it's okay. You know, everybody do your thing. So, I just took money I was throwing away, <laughs> you know, um, with no return on it and shifted it somewhere else that I gained a benefit out of. Um, so there, hero. You can't strangle me now. There was a plan. Anyway. In case everybody's wondering, I bought a guitar. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just get that out of the way. And um, But that's part of the reason... You know, the rationale is, look, I'm not making you money off Warzone or anything like that. And I don't intend to. And I don't want anybody to take that like, oh, I'm doing this for money. I'm not. I wouldn't be here right now if I was doing it for money. Um, it's just, you know, there's no benefit just throwing that money out there monthly when I could throw it to something else. And that's really what it is. But the one thing I do want to discuss is I want to talk about the hiatus. I want to talk about the break. Um, you know, blame tag, I, I've seen you go through this a couple of times now, um, you know, with Twitter and whatnot. Now, when I started this stuff out, you know, you have to use social media to, when you do something like this, to kind of expand and get people on board and whatnot. I mean, that's just like a necessary evil. You have to, you just can't throw something up and hope somebody just discovers it 
It's just like networking, you know, for jobs or, or whatnot. However, social media is a fucking cesspool. And it's aggravating. And it, it really shows to me how unhinged society is becoming. And it's extremely toxic. I mean, everything in the fucking world is politicized. Everything has a side. It's a left or a right side. It, you know, everybody wants to fight. I mean, for Christ's sakes, we're fighting over Bud Light cans and fucking MMM characters. I mean, really? Really? We have more pressing things in this world than that. But the problem with social media goes all the way back to, like, the one thing that I think was going to destroy society anyway, which is reality television. When MTV ditched the format of I don't know playing fucking music videos and started with the real world they took situations in people's lives that should have remained private and you know it was out there for the world it's the same thing now I mean look we've got to because of MTV we have to deal with the fucking Kardashians think about that for a minute right so the problem with me and social media is hey look guys hey welcome Irish um, it's okay for each and every one of you to not like something. It is okay for each and every one of you to approve of something or not approve of something. That's okay. That's our right, you know, as, as an individual. But where the problem comes in is when you're trying to promote a podcast or whatnot and you got to get in the weeds with all this shit and you see all this shit just fucking flood down everything's a fucking fight everything you know it, it's it, the political uh, the political part of it is awful because it's like fighting about rival sports teams and i've said this before and i hate it it, it, it gets really annoying to see shit i mean why are we at a point now that social media has made us shittier human beings to the point that some of us don't want to be part of it because it's just exhausting. You know, it, it's it's okay to have a voice. It's okay to have an opinion. That's your right. You have the absolute right to believe what you want, feel what you want, etc. But the fine art of agreeing to disagree is long gone thrown out the fucking window. And what happens is you've got a lot of people that wouldn't be vocal in public that are now vocal behind a keyboard. Then they become empowered. And then they get outside of the basement or whatnot, and that carries over into the real world. And everything's a fucking conflict, and I fucking hate it. I really do. It's annoying as shit. People can't get along. If you don't like an orange... And somebody does, that's okay. But you don't have the right to take the person who likes the orange and tell them why they shouldn't. Shut the fuck up. Stay in your lane. Take care of you and yours. Live your life. And quit using social media as some fucking billboard so everybody can fucking argue about whose voice is louder. It is some dumb fucking shit. It is like high school playground clicks fighting with each other and whatnot. We've got, I mean, Jesus Christ, we've got politicians on both sides of the fucking aisle acting just totally unhinged.
unhinged. What has happened to people? And that's the question everybody needs to ask. And that's why I've kind of dipped off of Twitter a little bit. I'll go in, I'll post a meme or whatnot. I'll say what's going on and things like that. But it's just fucking exhausting. And everybody can hate Elon Musk all they want. I'm not a fan. But guess what? He owns the shit. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Don't like it, fucking go somewhere else. It's okay. But the sad part is Twitter became such a big thing for so many people. And there's a lot of people that have shit invested in that. that now they're like held prisoner because there's really no viable alternative because we all go check out the other things. And guess what? Every fucking alternative is politicized and is argument-based. I had said a while back, I wish I could do a message board or something about what we talk about where there were strict rules. If you violate them, you get kicked out. I ain't got time for that shit. And you guys shouldn't either. So my absence has just been kind of a cleansing because, yes, I am a doom scroller, all right? But I'm a doom scroller on different topics, you know, like volcanoes, earthquakes, aliens, you know, war, that kind of shit. I don't get into the weeds with, you know, you don't like the way somebody dresses or some shit. I did that. That's all. That's horse shit. And ladies and gentlemen, if we have politicians that you elect in office that are fighting about things that are really not that fucking important in the scope of the world, man, we need a better set of priorities, period. All right. So let's see what we got here. Um, Blame Tech says the algorithms are set to piss you off. Yep. It's not just Musk. It's always like that. He just dropped the mask and also made it worse. Correct. Um, hybrid says no because of Ray. Ray J, we have to deal with the Kardashians. All he had to do was keep no. Uh, yes and no. The sex tape, yes. But if there was no real world, if there was no reality television, I, guys, if you don't have kids and you're about to have kids or you're thinking about have kids, you need to keep them away from that shit. You know, there are things in people's lives that should be private. This should be handled behind the scenes. It's not, it's just like we complain about the customers in the store talking on the cell phone out loud. Where do you think all that shit stemmed from? You know, you get, it's, it's MTV's fault. Fuck MTV. I'm pissed off. They quit playing music videos. Fuck them anyway. But that's where it all started. And unfortunately, if you have a product to promote or something to get out to the masses, you have to dive into this sewage of social media, which is just ridiculous, just ridiculous. I don't care what you support. I don't care what you do, whatever. That's great. But these people who want to argue about whose voice is louder and whose opinion is right and wrong, man, grow the fuck up. Stay in your lane. Keep it moving. Take care of you and yours. Quit fucking fighting people on the internet. Shut the fuck up. Mad Dog says, that's why I post about music and animals. Yeah, your obsession with Shinedown is about as big as your obsession with uh, Supernatural. But that's okay. I was a Kiss fan. I'm a Kiss fan, so I understand. I get it. It's all right. You do you. Um, Blame Tag says, I've been good at avoiding that shit since the last time I quit for like two days. Right? And see, that's the thing. You quit for like two days. Because I'm very proud of the community that we've built, you know, even though not massive. I mean, it's a great community. We got good people in there. Right. And we, and we can, 
we're all on the same page because we all work in the same kind of business. And that's different than like starting some argument over, you know, some ideology. Look, we're in the trenches. We know what goes down. Most of what all we say is fact, this shit we put up with. That's different. But it's when it becomes opinion based and you've got to be louder than the next person and, and one, it, it's just, it's, it really is exhausting. Um, let's see here. It says, wait, it's not mortal Kombat." It, well, it kind of is virtually and it fucking shouldn't be. And it's aggravating and it's really starting to piss me off. I mean, we can't go to any kind of fucking social media platform without hearing about politics. And I, I hate fucking politics. I always fucking have. I will once again say it's two heads of the same fucking snake. And everybody who doesn't believe that I, I've got like oceanfront property in the middle of Nebraska to sell you. These people don't work for you. We, we got people in government that are becoming millionaires. Look at what their pay scale is supposed to be. They're not supposed to be enriching themselves, but they are at our, you know, at the cost of us. They pander to ideas. You know, they pander to whatever the trend is, what is the most vocal group at the moment in time, and nobody gets a fucking thing out of it except more misery. And they get to stay in Washington, collect a paycheck, get inside information on stocks, and enrich themselves. Fuck them too. Just kind of pissed off right now. So, just saying. Um... Alex says the powers that be keep us fighting each other so that we won't fight them. That's true to a point, but we are human beings and we have a choice in what to engage in and what not to. Once you cross that line into conflict, that is a decision that you made. Your government didn't make that for you. And that's how you beat it is you don't engage in the conflict, plain and simple. Um, Iris says, in all seriousness, social media is anxiety-inducing and does nothing to help mental health. It is a pity normal discourse can't be found online outside of communities like this. 100%. 100%. Because I think normal discourse has been thrown out the fucking window. And now you have to argue, you have to look at the fact, okay, how much of it is real people? How much of it is bots? How much of it is AI? I mean, it's a fucking mess, man. The, the the internet has become the, the wild, wild west. There's so much shit that's going on. I mean, hell, our own government has like a sub-25-year-old fucker, you know, National Guardsman on Discord leaking out Pentagon documents. This is where we're at right now. And I love technology. You know, there's so many wonderful things that can be done with it. I mean, from the educational standpoint, you know, research, reading about things you never knew about, all, all the good things about having an internet and whatnot have been overshadowed by nothing but negative bullshit and a vehicle for people to be hateful. And the problem is social media has allowed people to become more hateful, and that is a problem. We live in a world where we're an intelligent species, but we have people that are human beings that want to harm others and want to kill others. We have a problem, and social media sure as fuck ain't fixing it. It's making it worse. Um, Hybrid says social media is just an addiction like alcohol or porn. Yes, for a lot of people, it really is. I mean, you think about the people that are kind of like loners or whatnot, and maybe they're introverts, and 
it is their escape. They get to say the things they really want to say behind a screen with some anonymity. But that's dangerous, too. I mean, look at the amount of shit of people getting swatted. It's just insane. Now, I'm never one for more government, but there's got to be some kind of regulation. And I look at the Internet really like I do work. Two things you don't talk about, religion, politics, because nothing good comes from it. Well, just look at the Internet. It proves that fucking point. It really does. Hybrid hooligan for president. I'm old enough to run now. Yes, go ahead. Do it. Uh, Alex says the Internet was created to connect all of us, and instead we all feel more alone than ever. I, I agree with that. It pushes people away. Uh, TM Lynn said, I was just about to mention the anonymity. Yeah, exactly. And with anonymity comes lack of accountability. You can say things to hurt people with no ramifications. And if you're running a business, okay, or you're running a, a YouTube channel, or you're running a blog, or you're running, you know, um, a podcast or whatnot, you have to get in that mess because it's, it's the, the easiest way to spread information to, you know, get what you're doing out there. But it's it's like those icebreaker boats that have to go through like the Arctic and, you know, it's like real slow going and it's breaking up the ice packs and whatnot. It's horrible. And there's some sh- I mean, I'm pretty thick-skinned. I mean, I've read some of the comments on Reddit from where some who, whoever it was, I don't remember, was just posting our videos everywhere, you know, talking shit about me and, and whatnot. It's like, whatever, I don't lose sleep over that. But it just shows you they don't know me, and, 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 and they want to be throwing out who I am and whatnot. Fuck you. You know, you don't know shit, Jack. Dude's probably like four foot seven. 280,000 pounds in his mom's basement. I'm six foot five. I don't care, (laughs) you know, but I mean, what gives you the right? It's kind of like, I wouldn't say something to somebody on the internet that I wouldn't, you know, if it's not something I could say to my wife without getting scolded, I wouldn't say it. I I I just wouldn't. It's insulting. Irish says politics are BS. You're right not to allow it here. It's about power and control, maintaining the status quo. Anyone aligning themselves to any party is fooling themselves. Correct. Thank you, sir. Um, Blame tag, I don't, it's not as much of an addiction as it is an outlet for us. I really do believe that. I mean, I know you say addiction, and, and I guess some could qualify, quantify it as an addiction, but it's an outlet because I see your posts. I know what you're talking about. Like I said, the retail community is a little bit different, you know, because what we're talking about is everyday, real-life, non-embellished bullshit that happens. And and it's it's proven fact. We're not making shit up. Go into any store. If you could go observe a store for 24 hours, they can never call us a liar because they'll see it all. Um. TM Lynn says, with the internet, you can also bully anyone. There have always been bullies, not that now they have greater reach. That is correct. And that's the thing, too. You bully people. You know, if you're introverted, 
maybe you have a mental health issue or whatnot, the Internet's probably not a good place for you because there are people out there who use it just to hurt people. And they'll take advantage of that in a heartbeat. And it's it's just, um, but it's a, uh, oh, well, that was funny. Anyway, I'll, I'll read that later. That was hilarious. Um, but anyway, you know, it, so that's kind of been my, my thing. That's kind of why I dipped out. Now, I want to talk about Warzone for a minute. And Irish, I'm glad you're here because I haven't really thought a lot about it. I, look, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. Hero brought up something to me like a week ago that it would be within the realm of Warzone, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking talk about it. And I don't mean that in the aspect of, you know, I don't want to do it. It's just like I'm literally taking a break. So here's my thoughts on Warzone, all right? It was intended to be a release for me. It was intended for a way to me to kind of give back to the hourly community because I was part and parcel of a lot of things that corporate made me do that was unfair to hourly associates and whatnot. And I was there. I've been in the trenches for 30 fucking years. I know what you guys deal with. And it's gotten worse through the years. It hasn't gotten better. And so my whole purpose of doing this was, you know, to kind of get rid of the retail PTSD as much as I could, uh, help educate people on what goes on behind the scenes and behind the, the, the manager's office door, um, and also support you guys that are in the trenches, whether you be a key carrier hourly or whatnot, you guys that aren't store managers. All right. And, and that's what it was always meant to be, but we've reached kind of a point where it, it, it needs to be special. And when I say special, I'm looking at the fact of, I love the retail therapy sessions because it's just an open-ended chat, right? And and it's cool. We can talk about whatever. They're not topical. And I think that's good for a lot of people. It gives somebody, you know, somewhere to go, invent and whatnot without, you know, slides and, and information and whatnot. So I'm toying with the idea in order to kind of give the war zone a little bit more sheen and make it different. Maybe it's not every week. Maybe it's every other week. Maybe it's once a month. It's not going away. I've got too much time invested in it to do that, but there's got to be something to kind of pull back a little bit and make it like the treat. And, and you know, like even if we did like once a month and I'm, I'm like talking to Irish or whatnot, you know, it'd be really cool to plan something 30 days out, you know, and, and have like a really impactful episode. And then in the meantime, fill it out with these because these are cool. I mean, the, the therapy sessions are cool just to have people in and kind of drop their thoughts and their feelings and whatnot. And that's cool. I'm not going to judge anybody. I'm not, you know, if you, you feel a certain way, you feel a certain way. Now, if it's, if it's some straight-up bullshit that, that can be proved to be bullshit, I will probably call you out on it. But um, you guys typically aren't like that, and, and we, we're all cut from the same cloth. So I'm not really sure what the future of, of, of the war zone is. I, I, I think that, you know, I, I was looking um, earlier 
you know, we got a metric shit ton of episodes, you know, on like Spotify and Apple podcasts and whatnot. And, th- and those numbers do good. I mean, I'm, I'm happy with the performance, you know, on the audio side of it. Um, but I just want to find a way to make it a little different and stand out a little more and not become such a chore, if that makes sense. Because sometimes it becomes a chore to churn it out week by week. And if it starts to feel like work, when you think about the topics we're talking about, that's kind of counterintuitive, if that makes sense. Um, so I'm going to go through some comments here. Irish, I know you're here. Uh, let me know your thoughts in the chat. Uh, Irish said, social media, empty vessels make the loudest noise. And worst of all, when they all gather in their echo chambers, it just feeds the monster. Confidence fuels stupidity. You are 100% correct. Uh, Hybrid says, just like I tell the other employees, we can try it. And if you change your mind, we can change it back. That's a good, that's a good way. And Irish, that's kind of what I was looking at. Quality over quantity. Um, you know, I almost feel like we're at a point where if we're going to do a retail war zone, it should be like an event, right? And, and I'm really kind of leaning towards once a month. And like I said, we'll still do these, still do these. The, I mean, the retail therapy sessions are great. You know, it's, it's a good way to catch up with everybody and see what's going on. And, and there's no pressure. We're not looking at screens and trying to educate people, but I just kind of feel like we need to, to, to back off of it a little bit, not make it like you said, so quantitative and really focus on, you know, having one really good banger war zone a month. And, you know, if we do that, I mean, since we're not doing another war zone until May, we got plenty of time. Now, the flip side of that is, is trying to keep it within an hour. And, you know, there may be, you know, in a month's time, there's a lot of topics to cover and uh, a lot of things that go down. But at at this point, that's where I kind of feel like we need to be. That doesn't mean it'll stay that way forever, but I just want those to be able to pop, if that makes sense. And when I'm sitting here on a Wednesday morning, you know, it's my day off and I'm going through headlines and I'm trying to, you know, there's sometimes I feel like, you know, hey, we really don't have a topic and and we're kind of throwing something together and, and whatnot. I want it to be cool. And, you know, and that's kind of where I'm looking at. Um, Blame tag says that makes sense. You don't want your passions to start to feel like work. Exactly. I mean, and I would expect the same thing for you, blame tag. I think, you know, the moment you feel like you're working to do serving times, you're going to be like, Whoa, wait a minute. I need to change something. And that's what I meant you know, in the thread I posted about something needs to change. It's, it's not that I want to stop doing it at all. It's just that something needs to change. Something needs to click. You know, Irish is the perfect co-host. I don't think I could ever ask for a better co-host ever, you know, um, very well educated. He has an insight, you know, from basically to us, a different world. And, you know, we complement each other very well as far as what our knowledge is and our backgrounds. And I don't want to squander that on doing like a once a week watered down thing. You know, I'd rather do a once a week, 
therapy session and then once a month have some big kick-ass knock your teeth in retail war zone going over some like really hardcore stuff and to me i just feel like that's the correct path forward anybody's thoughts i know hero when i told her i was taking a break she's like but you're gaining momentum i'm like well where yeah, and I didn't say that her. I'm thinking to myself, I mean, where? Yeah, we have more people in the chat from time to time. Look, we all work, man. We, we've we got families, lives, jobs, whole nine yards. I mean, not everybody can be here. And, um, and you know, in comments like Mad Dog, you know, you have to do what you have to do for you. We will be here. I know. And that's, that's, why, that's why I'm not quitting. That's why I'm not going to stop doing it. But I just want it to be special. And I think it is much more community positive to have these kind of conversations versus, you know, every week versus having a war zone every week. I mean, it, it just, it's better for everybody to have a once a week. I mean, we all work, you know, one day, you know, one of somebody might pop in and be like, hey, this is my week at work. That's what these things are for except for tonight because I'm going on this whole tangent and path and whatnot. But, you know, we'll save the heavy lifting for something, you know, once a month. And and I think we'll be better for it, honestly. And I think that it gives us time to bounce ideas and do something, you know, pretty stellar, you know, by comparison. Um, and Blame Tech says, yeah, I agree. You can't burn out. Exactly. If you burn out, you, you lose the fight. Um, and like Alex said, what Mad Dog said, we're here. We're not going anywhere. Thank you so much. Um, TM Lynn says, maybe send out news links weekly via social media so you don't have a ton with less frequent shows. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, and, and that opens up the opportunity to do stuff like that. Maybe I just have a blog and it doesn't take a lot of time. I mean, I could just have a blog with like the week's headlines and post it and just be done. No commentary. Like, here's the, the the weekly retail headlines I find interesting. Hope you do, too. Check them out, you know, and, and just leave it at that. Um, Iris says, got to think about it some more. But basically, yeah, I like the idea of a more fleshed-out polished show. Got to think of the right format, et cetera. Correct. Um, and exactly. There, there's no There's no limits to this because it's what we do you know however says like i said you can always throw in an extra episode whenever you feel like it exactly you know if we if, if irish comes to me and is like hey i i really think we need to address this right now um okay cool but not having that pressure to put something out every single week is great i mean it, it really is and and it gives us the idea you know the time to jot down ideas and come up with whatever and, and whatever you know i, I think if we do something like a blog with headlines, Warzone probably would lose the headline segment segment because there's really no need because I'm putting out headlines every week. And, and that's not like a lot of work or anything. It's just putting something out, right? So then you're looking at you take all that stuff out of it. Then you've just got a full hour of content about a topic without going through all that. So don't worry, Blame Tag. We will still give you the shout out for the, the uh, sponsorship. That's not going anywhere, just to let you know. Um, and here it says just a website, the Warzone news page. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. 
And speaking of which, I had pulled up some stuff just to kind of look at while we were on stream. Um, so I went under retail employees and news on Google, and these are like some of our current headlines. Um, number one, which was from four hours ago, keeping retail employees safe. New study measures customer aggression. Well, that's good. Um, and then from the Retail Insight Network, 13 hours ago, Best Buy to lay off hundreds of store employees across the U.S. Shocker. Uh, and then five hours ago, David's bridal declares bankruptcy. will lay off more than 9,000 workers. Wow. Um, and then from the Baton Rouge Business Report eight hours ago, how to retain retail workers who deal with bad-behaving customers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got 50 minutes ago, employees at Ben and Jerry's Burlington store petitioned to unionize. Go get it. Uh, and then retail wire five hours ago, is it good business to allow associates to break or bend rules for customers? I think it's, I think it's bad business. I think you should, if you've got rules, you got fucking rules. Leave it at that. Um, and then business insider, our favorite, 14 hours ago, target workers revealed downsides of perks, including wage and benefits. Um, and if you live in Minnesota, uh, David's Bridal's closing all of their stores there, just to let you know. And Apple's laying off some corporate retail employees. And then Forbes, oh, and see, it's, I don't understand how Google does this. You do news, and it's like, this Forbes article is November 22nd of last year. And then the next article is two days ago. Uh, it, it's just like it, weird. It was like, why can't we just have like current up to date shit while we got old stuff. And then just under retail itself, the number one headline was from Axios two day, two D barcodes will revolutionize retail as we know it. Oh, great. Customers can't read barcodes as it is. Well, what, what, what are we doing right now? Um, let's see what else we got. Um, I mean, then you go to Google and you type in retail and you click news. Like the third one down is retailer plans to exit Harrisburg mall. The next one down NBC 10 I team revenue from retail cannabis sales in Rhode Island off the slow start. I mean, it just shows that, you know, even the algorithms and the search don't give us the news that we want to. So, um, TM Lynn says sometimes less is more blame taxes. LOL. That's good to know. Of course. Yeah. You ain't going nowhere, buddy. You're, you're, you're the sponsor. Um, blame taxes. I started looking at NRF's headlines on LinkedIn. It's all trash. The NRF's fucking trash period. Um, Mad Dog says, I'm really surprised David's bridal has lasted this long. Yeah. Um, you know, people still get married though. I mean, if there was a business that capitalized on divorces, that'd be that'd be the the one to invest in, honestly, because people are stupid and 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 don't pick the right partners. You know, I, I fucked up the first time, second time around, I did pretty fucking good, so I'm proud. You know, you can always redeem yourself. Um, I said I redeem redeem myself, hero. That was a compliment. Uh, TM Lens, my DM is very much been the rules person in my store. We are not LOL. Mad Dog says, I feel attacked. Hero says, that's right. Hey, listen, guys, I, I got to be honest with you. Um, Hero is a gem of a human being. 
and um, you know, I've known her for a long time, and I don't think for me, I, I couldn't find a more perfect person to be my partner and mother of my children. Period. End of story. So there, you need to clip that on um, Twitch and have that like saved in your phone, hero, to prove that I said that in front of everybody. And Mad Dog says, we know she needs an award for putting up with you. Now, hey, 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 I'm not that difficult. Boy, wait till you see the response to this. Um, TM List is also sweet. Yeah, well, it's sweet, but it's true. Um, Iris says, business that capitalizes on divorce. That would be lawyers. Fair, fair, you win. That's the comment of the night. Blame takes that David's brother going out of business would just end weddings forever. No, it wouldn't because I have a friend who has her own clothing line and she does a bunch of wedding dresses. Independence will still make sure that bridezillas exist. Trust me. I mean, you know, that's a cult, that's a subculture there that boy, you know, bridezillas. I mean, marriage Karens, basically. I just can't imagine. Hmm. Mad Dog says, I saw someone on Facebook that had a divorce party. They had shirts made and everything. Yes. There you go. Yes. I mean, embrace it, man. It's going to be what it's going to be, right? All right. So enough about my rant. Everybody knows where I'm at, what I'm doing, what I'm not. What do you guys got? What are you fuckers going through right now? Let's talk. How many of you are working like ridiculous hours and whatnot? Well, well, real quick, I'm going to, I got to chuckle. So I'm doing this music thing, right? And we're, we're, we're looking for a bass player and I found somebody, they contacted me and I texted the other guys and I'm like, well, he's older. And, um, one of them responded, um, um, <clears throat> What is older anyhow? I'll be 56. I just want to be clear. And I was like, 60 plus. I said, I'll be 53. I'm the baby. And then he responded, okay, I just wanted to see what older was. I was always the youngest. Now it's you. But you are the baby in a sea of old farts. Nice. Anyway. Um, Hopper says, might be getting small promotion to a traveling team for assembling stores. That'd be cool. Uh, Mad Dog's going to Memphis. Mind your six, it's a dangerous fucking place. I almost had a job in Memphis. I did an entire video about that. And in hindsight, I'm glad I didn't now. So be careful out there. Um, Blame Tanks is going through six days straight on sore knees. Man, look, if you don't mind me asking, Blame Tank, how tall are you? I'm, I'm not going to make a short joke or, joke or anything. But I'm six five and a half, And my knees are awful. And... You know, my weight right now, I'm probably, I haven't weighed myself in a long time, but I'm going to guess 230, maybe 250, maybe. Uh, nah, it's probably not that much. I'm probably down closer to two, but still, you know, that's a lot of pressure put on the knees. Um, Irish says that story time video is one of your best, and it is the most depressing. I was telling um, a music person the other day about that. I, you people don't understand. I, I went... I went like almost dark over that. That was, 
Oh, boy. But the interesting thing is, you know, the guy in the video, if you watch the video, the guy that I was going to replace, we still talk, <laughs> you know, still to this day, all these years long. And and I'm a Kiss fan, and he's kind of affiliated with some members of Kiss and whatnot. So it's cool. Uh, it's all right. Five, six. Yeah. These floors that we eat, maybe there needs to be a class action lawsuit against retail for knee problems. Has anybody thought about that yet? Because the floors aren't comfortable enough to stand for eight hours and it trashes our fucking knees. So maybe, maybe we've all got it wrong. Maybe it's about the floors. Maybe we need to sue for better floors. Uh, hero says I was telling someone about it and my words were, I think they broke his soul. They fucking did. I'm not, I'm not lying. I have never been more depressed over not getting a job ever in my entire fucking life than the Gibson thing. That was so fucking tragic. You know, it was like 3,500 people that applied for this fucking job. And I got the job only to not get the job because they decided not to fill it. It is the most ridiculous thing ever. 3,500 people, eight months of interviews and stupid tests and all this other bullshit. I still have the email. I still have all the pictures from the store that were sent to me. And, you know, hey, we're just waiting to get your compensation package and your relocation package. And oh, well, guess what? By the way, nope. They're they're not they're not filling the position and they're firing the person that you would be taking their place. Fuck Henry J. at Gimson. The worst thing ever happened in that fucking company. Douchebag. Anyway. Uh what was this? Uh TM Lentz has been lucky to have avoided the issue so far. Six, three, close to three bills, pushing 50. Yeah, man. Look, the taller you are, I really feel like it's worse. I really do. Because, you know, if you've got a longer torso or whatnot, and you're just tall, you've got more pressure on your knees. And I played basketball for years. So I've got like, I'm double screwed on the knees. Um, Hybrid says standing on pure concrete. Yep. It's, it's definitely not, uh, what's the word, um, orthopedic, orthopedic? No, maybe that's the word. I, I'm not sure. It, it definitely does not pro, um, promote good orthopedics. How about that? Um, Alex says, can we get a shout out for flight attendants? I was on a flight yesterday, and good gods, the things people put attendants through, it's retail in a steel tube 30,000 feet in the air. Yes, I have several friends that were flight attendants and yes ergonomic thank you that's the term thank you um but the 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 flip side to them you know i've got a really good friend of mine i've been friends uh friends with for very very many 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 years um you know since she was in high school and um you know she wound up flying for southwest i think for the most part and yes, they had to deal with that shit. But believe it or not, most of them were like, it was worth it because they love to fly and they love to travel. Now, I would imagine it's gotten worse in the past 10 years and she hasn't done it for probably 10 years. But up until that point, she loved it. And, and the, the, the irritating customers were just like a little blip on the radar. They, they were used to it. And, but the fact that I got to see the world and, and they love to fly kind of made it worth it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not like that in retail (laughs) 
for no, there, there's nothing that makes it worth it at that point. It's not like, well, this customer pissed me off because I get to go merchandise this aisle makes it okay. No, it doesn't work that way. We're not going to like Aruba or like some exotic place where we can go Ooh, and forget the douchebag on the plane. We don't get to do that because we see the douchebag again next week. So, um, uh, Blaine Tag says, Alex, my coworker is an ex-flight attendant, and she says the customers are so much nicer in retail, and our customers are assholes. Yep. Yep. Hubbard says, my orthopedic doctor said I had an ankle of a 60-year-old man. We probably all do. So you're way younger than me, so I probably have the ankle of like an 80-year-old. So hero, just to let you know, if I fucking fall out and collapse, get, you know, bring me the KY tape or whatnot, strap me up and try to limp me out the door with some dignity. Um, Hero says, you know, a certain area of the store have bouncy rubber, bouncy floors. I am jealous of the four of them. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. They do. At least where we work, if you stand in one position in like a production aspect, you get floor mats to stand on. Stockers, we don't get that. Just don't break a hip. Paul Stanley broke a hip. If he can do it and live, I'll be all right. Blame Texas, I'm early 40s and have arthritis. But, man, I feel for you, bro. So let me ask Blame Tag. So you know you've got those issues. Like, what's your long-term plan? How long do you think you're going to be able to do what you're doing? Because, man, those floors are hell, bro. That's not a sign of weakness. Those floors suck. So, like, how long do you think you got in you? Uh, let's see what else we got here. Yeah, horror stories. Flight attendants, yep. He says, don't make me point out his current post-hip performance. His hip didn't affect his vocal cords. His lack of care to his vocal cords affected it. So stop. Quit hating. Oh, I missed this one. Blame Tag says they give me shit about asking for a new pair of safety gloves once a month. I can't see them giving me a new knee. Yep. I'm not a medical professional. That's correct. Disclaimer. So, but, you know, those floors are off. I mean, I'm not joking. Maybe we got it wrong. Maybe we, we should be suing for working conditions over the floors. I'm sure there's some science behind that somewhere that's smarter than me. You know, somebody smarter than me can figure it out. Uh, Blame Tank says, oh, I have no idea. I got rejected for that desk job. I honestly can't say I go, can go much longer, just not sure where to go from here. You know, my dude, how how long you been in retail, Blame Tank? And and I guess you really could count the theater as, as retail, really and truly, at least customer service. You know, from a physical standpoint, do do you have any kind of like degree or college education or anything like that you can you can work on, or are you kind of like a lot of us? We just got into this and we're stuck. Just curious. Um, Alex says I've got bad knees and bad ankles. Never occurred to me it might have been the floors I was pounding all those years. Yeah. Um, and sciatica too. Oh God, that's like, nope. Just like, you know, and that's the thing. And here's the thing I would tell a lot of people that are in retail right now that, that are feeling like that. 
look, what the report came out that Social Security was dropping, like, way down before. I mean, it's it's like, I think it was, whatever year it was, it would put me at being 60, 17 years, right? Look, folks, we're working till we die. So if you get to a point where you know you're working till you die, find something you enjoy and just ride it out, you know. Um, I've given up the management thing. I have no desire to go back. I don't make as much money as I'd like to make, but I like what I do. You know, Hero and I work in the same building, and her situation is different than mine. She gets stressed off, stressed out and pissed off about stuff because she's over something, right? I'm not. So I just move boxes around and put shit out. But it, but it's okay. And, you know, I've enjoyed the fact that Hero convinced me to grow out my hair because at least I looked the part now without a baseball cap, you know, playing a guitar. So that's kind of cool. Um, I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for her. Once again, why she's cool. And uh, But look, guys, if you're in retail and you have nothing else to do other than that, Go ahead and plan on working until you hit the dirt nap and take as much time as you can between now and then to enjoy whatever it is you enjoy. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I mentioned earlier, I got a guitar. And so I'm playing with these guys or whatnot. So real quick story, just to let everybody know, you know, kind of what my path has been the past few years. So for about a year and a half to two years, my guitars just kind of sat in a rack and I'd play them every so often if I wanted to play along with something. And that was coming off of God, a decade plus of playing guitar, like every day, every day, like sometimes 30 minutes, sometimes three, four hours, you know, and I kind of lost my joy in doing that. And recently I got tied up in this thing I'm doing now and it's, helped me find my joy again. And it's kind of important for you guys to know that because whether you write, whatever your hobby is, whatever it is you do, okay? Um, and don't let anything steal your joy. I used to say that when you give up the things that you enjoyed as a teenager, even some as a child, or whatnot, your life becomes boring and you start counting down to the dirt nap. Don't do that. Don't. Um, you know, this this music thing, I don't know what's going to happen with it, but the one thing it did do was give me joy and made me happy. And so don't sell yourself short. Do what you love to do. Don't ever put it to the side thinking it's not worth it. Be you. You might not make a dime off of it, but do what makes you happy. And, you know, I can honestly say, you know, I told the guys we had practice Sunday and, um, you know, I was talking to the singer and I'm like, you know, I want to thank you guys because you kind of lit that fire in me and you brought that joy back. And um, it's nice. It really is. It's nice. Cause that's a huge part of my life. Cause I've been doing it for 40 years. This year is the 40th anniversary of me learning to play guitar. And for two years, I really 
didn't fuck with it. And, but it's nice to have that purpose and really, really enjoy that thing that makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. So my advice to all of you is whatever that thing may be, don't abandon it. Keep doing it. Because if you abandon it, you're just counting down to the dirt nap and that sucks balls. So don't. Um, uh, here it says, good gracious, Steve. I feel like you should post a suicide prevention hotline number along with your dirt nap speech. Calm down there. Slick. Um, Iris says there's no retirement for us. I'll be found on top of a pile of paperwork and I'll be replaced before I'm in the ground. Exactly. Exactly. Hero says, I want to take pictures of beautiful beaches of the world. I'm pretty sure that job would bring me joy. Okay, then do it. As long as we can afford it, I don't fucking care. Because guess what? You can transport guitars. A guitar go with me wherever we go. So you want to go take pictures of beaches? I'll sit on that beach with a guitar, and we could just have a grand old fucking time. Um, Alex says, I create various kinds of art when not working. It's therapeutic for me. That's the thing, man. Don't give that stuff up. I mean, I really did. I consciously just kind of stopped, you know, a little bit here or there, a little bit, you know, whatnot. And, um, you know, when I, when I found myself doing this, you know, there was a lot of rust to knock off. A lot of it's muscle memory and whatnot. But, guys, I cannot emphasize enough. Don't let anything take your joy. Whatever it is you do. Because I got it back right now, and I hope it stays, and it's amazing. Don't lose your joy. Now, Steve losing his joy would be lobster, Steve, because I'm pale-skinned if I was on the beach for more than an hour. Look, my family went to Charleston a couple of years ago, and we're on the beach, and I'm wearing fucking blue jeans. No shit. True story. Because I will incinerate in the sun. <laughs> and so that's what she's talking about, Lobster Steve. If I'm on the beach with a guitar, yeah, I might have my joy playing. But the next 24 hours after, if I'm not properly covered with SPF 10,000, it's not going to be worth it. You know, my face is going to completely peel off. Uh, Blame Texas, I can see that. I stopped writing for a really long time. Yeah, it happens for whatever reason. But the interesting thing is when you stop and you start back and you really get into it and your head's kind of clear, it's like, shit, man, I missed this. And it's, it's, it's weird. I mean, and us guys, we're weird. We get in all sorts of weird shit that, that, you know, a lot of women do not. And it's hard to explain if, if you, if you don't have somebody who's into the things you do or the things you enjoy, it, it's hard to convey but it's a beautiful fucking thing, and it's a great feeling. <laughs> yeah, here it says, on the beach in jeans in the rain, and I still got sunburn. Yep. We got some nice beaches not far from here. Come on down. Hey, look, maybe one day when we have enough money to go on vacation, we'll come the, we'll, we'll, we'll come down there and be a blame tag. We're in town. Let's hook up. Let's go into some retail store and, like, take videos and, and call some shit. Fuck the beach. Uh, Iris says, an hour? Man, I'm wider than chalk. I'll get some hurt if I sit close to the TV. Wow. So anyway, gentlemen and ladies, um, we're sitting at an hour three. Thank you, everyone, for being here. 
It's uh, been a, uh, it's been a minute. I mean, and and it's it feels like it's been a minute, but it's only been two weeks. You know, because when I went to figure out what episode we were on for therapy sessions, it was extreme two weeks ago. So it's not that far off. Um, but there's gonna be more of these. Like I said, I'll get with Irish later. I mean, Irish, I'll probably hit you up about the the war zone stuff in the next couple of weeks or whatnot, because May is still a couple of weeks away. Um, I really do want to take war zone and it'd be more quality over quantity. So it's not going anywhere. It's just going to be probably a little different. Um, I don't think the look's going to change. I like the look, but it, it's just going to be different what we do. So, and like I said, I love having Irish aboard. He's great. He is absolutely great. And, um, we'll kind of go from there, but as it stands right now, the plan is, um, going forward every Monday night, we're going to have one of these. So next Monday we'll have one. So if you got stories and you got bullshit, you're going through or whatnot, bring them on in. You know, I don't want it to be going forward. Me kind of like ranting or whatnot. I want to hear your guys stories and, and I want to talk about what you guys are going through. So tonight was my night to talk about what I'm going through from here on out. It's, it's, it's your show. So, um, TM Lynn says, take care of yourself. I'm out. I'll have a great night. You too. So everybody having said that, have a great evening, stay safe, and we will see you next time.